Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to the FC Show. Sue is from Shropshire in the UK and lives with her four children. She is known for her two sides of every story shows and her quote sitting on the garden fence. As Sue come out for England, never mind America, gives a voice to the voiceless, gives spiritual guidance and unites advocates from all over the world for all causes. So with no further ado, we welcome the one, the only, Hi and welcome to the Ask Sue show. Hope everybody's all okay and happy and jolly. Obviously it's Tuesday and talking of happy and jolly, of course we've got to bring on Howard. Hi Howard, how are you doing? Oh, we are doing fabulous, Miss Sue. I went to the doctor and I can go back to work next week. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to have balloons waiting for you. Well, I don't know about that, but I am very uh, – it's been um, it's been seven long weeks, I'll tell you, my friend. Seven long weeks, but I'm very excited, and I wanted to especially thank you, Kathy, and I just can't mention all the names of everyone that has been – so, so supportive, and uh, I just can't mention all the names because it's just too many, but um, it's been a long seven weeks, and uh, I don't want to break any more fingers, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we can't be doing with that. <laughs> so it's, uh, I'll, I'll be ready to go back, and the doctor said the hands will be, fingers will be swollen for about a year or so, which was quite interesting, so, but it's all good, it's all good, driving around and giving people the finger now, so it's all good. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> How are you oh, doing, my friend? Well, I, I've had one of them days, to be honest, Howard. <laughs> no, you, just, you know, it, we're always saying about, you know, people say, oh, well, we nearly saved something. And we always say, don't we, it's no good saying you nearly saved something. It's when you've saved it. And it's exactly like catching the bus. Today, I went to catch the bus because, obviously, the car's still poorly. And would you believe it, we missed it by, like, a minute. Oh, and, I, and I thought about it on the bus and I was thinking, we were so close yet so far. Um, I just got a PM. Is it is the chat room up and running today, or it is? It is open. Oh. We have it, we're okay. limited on how many are in there at the moment, so okay, I'm taking there must be problems yet again. Okay, because um, Lily asked me. Our good friend Lily asked if there's a chat box today. So I, since I don't go in the chat room, I don't know. <laughs> oh, Lily, hi! Come on, Lily, come and find us in the chat room. <laughs> I hope you're okay, bless her. And so, yeah, so I was on the bus, and I was, like, looking into it, and I was thinking, oh, you know, this is just crazy. And then I found out today, because I've had re- at the back of my ears has been really sore. And it's not from the ear bashing of the kids, I can actually say, as well. But Uh-oh. I've had, like, anyway, I spoke to the doctor today after a big palaver, went to see the doctor, and she says that I've got an infection in my ears, which has actually gone into the lymph nodes behind my ear, and that's why it's all got, like, a swe- swelling outside of it and all sorts of... It's like, all in all, I just need, I think, to have a, um, uh, either go to the vets or something else. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> okay, one, uh, hang on. She says, Lily says she can hear it, but no chat. So I don't, and my, someone else said they, my friend Janet said she still can't sign in. She's been having trouble signing in. I Wait, don't know what. We've had this problem with Blog Talk Radio for I do not know okay, how long. So it's, it's blog driving talk. me insane, to be so, fair. Janet, but, if you're listening, it's not Sue, it's Blog Talk. <laughs> yeah, well, the uh, the chat room's open and everything, and okay. it's all in there, so I don't know. We're just, it, it's just one of them things, I think, honestly. It's driving crazy. Driving, 
it's going to drive you mad. How you may have to drink some Coca Colas tonight, or exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, so, um, is it okay if I talk for a second and then you can do your yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I had quite an experience uh, last week. I went to a benefit dinner. It's called the Beagle uh, Beagle Freedom Project. And what they do, Sue, is they rescue – let me get the description. There were about six or seven beagles there. They rescue mainly beagles that are used in experiments. And um, behind their ears, you can see the tags. Well, let me tell you something. It was it was very, very emotional, um, these, these, these little guys' beagles. I haven't had – you know, I haven't seen too many beagles, but they're very shy. Uh, one of them came up to me, let me pet them, but, they're, you know, what they've been through, they're very skittish. And, um, you know, just bless the people that rescue these guys. And, you know, we had Joe on the show, of course, with Daniel, who was put in the gas chamber. These these particular uh, beagles are experimented on. And uh, yes. true heroes, just true heroes, just amazing. It was quite an amazing experience. And the restaurant we went to gave 50% of the uh, of the proceeds to the Beagle Freedom Project. So so it was pretty cool. It's uh you know, when you look at you know, look into those little guys' eyes, it's just it's just unbelievable. Just unbelievable. Yeah. Joe, I don't know about everybody else, but I feel that this this last few days and even Kathy has said to me, these last few days of, as far as the advocate work has been really, really hard. We have seen some horrific pictures. I mean every week we do, but they just seem to be one on top of another, on top of another, on top of another. Do you know what I mean it's just yeah. been constant this week for some reason? And Howard, did you see um, about uh, the dog called Bones? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. You know, I sure I mean, did. I, I have got to say, you know, I, I always send the garden fence roping, and obviously accusations are flying everywhere about everything, okay? And I'm not, I'm not even going to go down that road, but all I'm going to say to everybody is, let's just stop the chatter. At the end of the day, a dog lost his life through something we do not know about. We do not, we're, not, we're not totally sure. Obviously, the truth will come out. But at the end of the day, what got me was I can remember the... Um, I've forgotten what they're called now, uh, the group. Oh, they're going to so tell me off. But anyway, they came on to the show. Um, the What's Name Project? What's it called? Lexus Project. Lexus, yes, yes. Sorry, brain died. Uh, Lexus Project came on, and they actually asked for our help in getting the word out that Bones was missing and if anybody saw him and that they were putting posters out. And I can even remember speaking to somebody on the actual line. Um, they called into the show to tell us that they were putting posters up for Bones to try and find him and everything. Hmm. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, this is just terrible. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. even after all this time, and I was thinking, you know, we worked so hard for these dogs, you know, not just Bones, but all the dogs on the show. And, you know... I wonder what the percentages are, actually, that what we save and what we, what we, you know, honest, of course, don't save and everything. You know, how much the advocates are actually saving? Well, you know, I, I couldn't give you any statistics, but I, but I do know, Sue, through your show and through the efforts of everybody, you know, we, you know, we try our hardest, and even, you know, even saving one is amazing. Even saving two, even saving three. I, I'm sure, I'm sure the numbers. And I'm sure the numbers, and I'm not just saying this since your show, have increased since the awareness. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, I've had this discussion with you. And we're just, you know, it's just so, it's just so out of control. It's just so much horribleness. But, but even, even if I hear about one a day, you know, when I saw these six beagles, I mean, it just brought tears to my eyes. It's just uh, unbelievable. The name of their page yeah. is called the, the Beagle Freedom Project. They have about 78,000 likes. 
And uh, okay, they're just doing wonderful. Yeah, just just Beagle Freedom Project, just doing wonderful things out there. And um, basically, the Beagle Freedom Project is a, is an animal rescue, media, and education, a nonprofit 501c dedicated to rescuing animals in need and making educational film exposing industries in order to educate and change public perception to save lives and in animal exploitation and uh as i said you know you know all these beagles i think most of them had the little tags behind their ears and you know i looked yeah. at that it was just like i got chills i just got chills one of them did let yep. me pet him and i gave him a little kiss on the head the others would run away you know understandably they're just you know they were you know who knows what was done to him but you know bless the people that are doing this so you know when i see six dogs like that that's a big victory yeah know? yeah big victory <laughs> You know, this is the other side, isn't it? You know, we we always say the negative of everything, and and I'm and I'm guilty as charged for that. Um, but the thing is, uh, we've got to also say about the fact of how many we save, because mm-hmm. do you know what I mean, um, obviously, only just a few days got back, we had Kathy sharing the the um, Black Labrador, uh, Abby, and obviously she actually got rehomed and everything, you know, mm-hmm. so. It was just absolute fantastic what what Kathy had put together that day, and how many people had connected and everything. And Kathy had rung the vets and everything. And and I said to Kathy, it would be good if we could actually go back and find out who shared, where it was shared from, where did it go, to actually prove to people, you know, so we could like do a piss app or whatever to show people exactly what we it's is capable just by sharing absolutely absolutely 100% and i did have a special thank you for you so um i at the dinner was uh with cinnamon that's rose everything rosie's mom and yep. she wanted me to thank you for letting me talk about rosie on the show and all the supporters the support she's the pro the page she thinks is going to hit 100,000 by christmas so yep. um, and little little rosie's doing great spoiled little thing and that's an example of uh you know, 30 dogs from that lot was uh, was rescued from a hoarder and a breeder. So, you know, it's just another big victory. I, I, I guess the little victories add up to the big ones. Exactly, exactly. Now, I'm hoping that um, Kathy's going to be calling into the show because I know she's got a few things that she wants to do, um, be talking about as well. Well, she uh, better. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, and just to... Uh, We've got to do a little bit of an update. We're not going to say too much. Um, let me just say that Howard knows about this. So there's a little bit nothing. of secrets going on. I know nothing. On. <laughs> <laughs> Only um, my but, mother knows. <laughs> yes. Yes. And she's already told him to not say a word. That's um, right. But just to let everybody know that we, we – oh, hi, Pebbles. She's just got into the chat room. Bless her. Oh, bless hi. Her. Hope you're okay. Um, and just to let everybody know, we're going through – a little bit of a refurbishment on the ASU show. And there is quite a few good things coming up. And let's just say an angel's walked into my life and helped me no end with something. And, oh, my goodness, I can't wait to tell you all about it. It's absolutely fantastic. There's loads of things coming on. Uh, We're also going to be doing a show with Derek Acora's um, wife, which is Gwen Acora, and that's going to be on the 9th of October. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, she'll be speaking about um, what it's like living with her husband, Derek, who's obviously mm. a very big UK psychic, very well-known, international, and we're going to be hearing the other side of the story. So it's going to be quite good to speak to him about, uh, speak to her about the other side of Derek as well. Do you know what I mean how it is at home Absolutely. And, and everything? Do you know what I mean? So, Absolutely. Uh, so quite weird. Um, I'm just saying, I'm just reading the 
Pebbles said, got in through Howard's link, so no chat through your link, sorry. Hmm. Do you know what? I do think that Facebook <laughs> is actually messing up my profile at the minute. I, I don't know if, I, and I'm quite keen to know if anybody else has had this problem. I've had it the other day that I've, on, obviously, on my, on my thing, you can imagine the amount of notifications I get and messages and all sorts, but the other day I actually went to my Facebook and there was 15 inbox messages, okay? Hmm. And I looked at them and they were going back, some of them, three weeks ago. Yeah, I've had some, I had some messages, I had some posts yesterday disappear on me, just gone and then they reappeared. Very strange. Yep. Very odd. Some funky I, stuff going on. I do think, I do think that Facebook is trying to stop us doing what we're doing because I think that the um, show link isn't getting out there as much anymore. I do think that they're stopping, they're definitely going through my messages because to have 15 and they were going back as old as three weeks old mm. and I've got some people, I have got one person, I've got to say a big hello to Victoria, who was upset because she couldn't see that I was um, I was trying to put, I've got it on the Ask Sue Show group so that I can, ha once, <coughs> once I've got to know people are posting in there, <coughs> I can let them just post directly on the page. But otherwise, what I do is I make sure that people are putting the right posts into the Ask Sue Show group because otherwise yeah. you get spam and stuff. Absolutely. Now, this one person quite a few times has posted called Victoria. She tried to post into the group. And I'd actually accepted so she could just post them straight in. But the trouble is, somehow or another, it had all gone wrong. And she got in touch with me and said, Sue, why aren't you not putting my, putting my things on the group? And I said to Cathy, what's going on here? I said, I've already said that she can. So if anybody's got any problems or if I've not read your message or anything, please either send again or you can email me at asksueshow at gmail.com. Because hmm. it's just been a real pain in the backside. So if anybody wants to, please help me out by just letting me know if you've messaged and you've not, you know, you've not heard from me or whatever. Or if there's something you want to share with me and I haven't got it, please just email me at sueshow at gmail.com. Now we have to clear something up here. Now you're okay. 29. How is your daughter turning? How is your daughter turning 18 soon? I, I want you to explain this to the audience. <laughs> can, can I just say, it, I've got to say, it's in six days, and I have heard it all day. It's six days. I am sure. Six days. I am oh, sure. Oh, I'll tell you. So, yes, this Monday coming is Kimberly's birthday, <coughs> and uh, she's already telling me she wants to go out for a drink. Well, it goes without saying. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we've got, apparently, she doesn't want a big party. She wants to just go out and chill and blah, blah, so we're doing that as well. Yeah, it's going to be all good fun. I'm really looking forward to it, but uh, I don't know. I've got to think of a couple of surprises, and let me just say that uh, the local town will be having a couple of pictures somewhere. Absolutely, and I would like to That's wish my I'm lovely. Say. I'd like to <laughs> wish my lovely Leslie a happy birthday this Saturday, but we will not say the age. <laughs> no. <laughs> again, be... 21 again. Yeah, yeah, 21 again. So we'll be going out for a lovely dinner, and uh... oh. This was cool. When I was at the hospital today, I saw a guy walking along with a pit bull, and it was a service dog. Oh, my God. It was the cutest thing. It was his personal service dog. Sue, the smile on him and the kisses, and even Leslie got down, and she he kissed Leslie, just the cutest little thing. And we were, of course, talking about all the, uh, you know, the pit bull problems. And, and you do know that we, you know, the situation here when the, Two-year-old, I don't know exactly, fell out the window or whatever, was killed by the pit bulls. And I am, 
I don't know for sure, but I've heard some rumors that they may have had more than the five, and uh, I'm not so sure that they were just good old house dogs. So I'll leave it at that. I will leave it yeah. at that. I've exactly. Had some, I've had some agreements to, to disagree with people on this, and it comes back to what we say every week, Sue. It's the owner responsibility. Mm-hmm. If, if the if the parents or the grandparents would have been watching that child, you know, kids cannot get out of your hands. It's it's you know one second and boom, that's it. That's all it takes. One split yep. second. So, uh, but it was great. That's one of the few service do- pit bull service dogs I've ever seen. So it was pretty yep. cool. Did Did you also? And I, this is a big rant. Did you hear? I'm going to just say a first name because I've forgotten a second name. That um, talk show host, uh, and she was on the TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did anything? Nancy, somebody. Mm-hmm. I heard. I didn't hear it, but I heard she called. Now, I don't know. This is what I heard. Hearsay that she called the pit bulls devil dogs. That's pretty well it, and the other rest of the crap that came out of her mouth. I was disgusted. Do you know what? Now, to be fair, even on our show, right, we'll get the odd time when you accidentally talk over each other, right? And I don't know if that's blog talk radio or if it's just how we are. But, you know, we always say, oh, I'm very sorry, and will you continue or I do. She just blatantly spoke straight over um, that guy from Rescue Inc. Mm-hmm. I was disgusted. She asked him a question. He's trying to talk to her. And he, as he's talking, she just interrupts him and starts shouting about something else. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, that's terrible. Well, I'd like and to he's know got this yeah. beautiful pit bull sat by him. And she never even mentioned about this beautiful pit bull that's licking him and just sitting there as good as gold. Yeah, how much All time she, she wanted to go yeah. was on about this pit, the pit bulls. How much time has she spent with a pit bull? Has she spent time with one? Has she done her research? Well, I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody says. And if she wants to ring in the show and give me some ear bashing, she's more than welcome. But she must be looking in the mirror at one every single day. Yeah. I'm not being funny. That face of hers, honestly, that's enough <laughs> to put any pit bull off. Her face expressions when she was doing it all and shouting and everything, I'm thinking, this is just not professional at all. She's obviously not done her research on what she was talking about. She, she had just got it in her head that pit bulls were nasty and evil, and that was it. Well, you know something? I think her show's out in New York. I would love to challenge Nancy Grace to having Patrick on her show and then tell me to my face he's a devil dog. So I, I would love her to come on the show and just tell me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, unbelievable. But, you know, people need to do spend time with any, with any breed, with any breed, any animal. Spend time with them, and then, and then we'll talk. But, you know, to blatantly say that, so... Yeah, well, that's the media world for you. You know, it's just unbelievable. But I don't think it helped her, that's for sure. I don't think it helped her ratings at all. It got, it got, I know people are very upset about it. So uh, unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. Now, I'm just going to read to you. Um, that's brilliant. You know, when you read some good. Uh, Jeanette just put, Puppy Mill Free New York City protested against the AKC Saturday. The event turned out was awesome, but before we showed up, the private security guards were trying to rid, rid us, get rid of us, saying we are on private property, laugh my ass off. Are they kidding me? We were on city property protesting. Unbelievable. See, but anyway, we got our message through, the AKC profits off of puppy mills. Oh, boy. Some of these pictures of these puppy mills are something else, aren't they? Oh, it's horrible. It's just horrible. 
It's just absolutely horrible. But, Sue, if you ever do make it ahead of visit, I know you will. We're going to have you up to Lily's house. She got three pit bulls. Three. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, do you know what? I'd end up with, I'd end up with one in my back pocket. Oh, I honestly would. I, I've looked at some of these puppies, and they are just adorable, aren't they? I oh, mean, the pit- I'm oh. being funny. They're beautiful when they're bigger, but, oh, my goodness. And these people, it just, it just riles me. They're saying, oh, but they're nasty. Did, did, would you call one of them little, beautiful, cute puppies nasty? How can you do that? They were I know. only nasty when they came into the touch of a human being, for goodness sake. But what is it going to take? What is it going to take the public and the media, excluding you, of course, and a lot of other people, to understand yep. that you got to judge a dog? An, a dog. I mean, we're talking about the dog. So a dog by a dog in the breed, obviously, it's going to vary. You, you know, people are so judgmental. That's yep. the whole thing. And it's, I, yep. you know, every time there's an incident. The media is right on it. Every we have said this so many times, and I just, you know, I mean, after, you know, and I, and I did find out we mentioned this last week, Sue, I believe, or whenever it was, that um, one of the most amazing ladies to ever live on this earth, Helen Keller, her two service dogs were pit bulls. Just saying, yeah. Helen Keller. Yeah. I mean, a legend, yeah. a hero. Kids talk about her in school. So it was good enough for Helen Keller, and, and they got her around and helped her then why why don't people why don't they do you know something why don't one of the networks do a special on that the helen keller story i'm sure it's been done and i'll have to research that and and if they and if they did mention the pit bulls in there i'm sure they did i'm yep. sure they did and, and they were, thing, go you're ahead. absolutely right and we need to find more celebrities that have actually got pit bulls mm-hmm. absolutely. we need to promote those people absolutely because it's just you know? it's just it's just horrifying you know, the way they yep. crucify these, these little guys. Yep. Um, Anyone on hold? To, Kathy on hold uh, yet? Let me just have a look. No, we haven't. If anybody wants to give us a call in, we haven't even given out the number yet. We're not on very organized tonight, are we? No, no, uh, it's it's okay. 347-327-9694. That's 347-327-9694. Or if you're calling in from the UK, it's 001 Three two seven nine six nine four. Give us a call in. Uh, let me just check, make sure. Yep, we're okay there. Um, now, what was the other thing I was going to say then? Um, yeah, the other thing that this Nancy, whatever her name was, was talking about was the fact that she was saying, um, oh, well, it's only pit bulls that do this, that, and the other. And, it, and you know, when was the last time you heard of a Labrador biting or whatever? <laughs> and I'm like... You crazy woman. She's in the media, and she's asking stupid questions like that. I'm like, we all know that putting a Labrador bit a child doesn't sell a paper, does it? And no. this is what the guy from Rescue Inc. was trying to say. It doesn't sell newspapers. A pit bull have attacking a kid sells newspapers. Of course. Do you know what I mean? It gets into the news. You know, a chihuahua biting at the back of your ankle. You're not going to ring the, the news reporter and say, oh, oh, hold a minute, a dog just bit my ankle. Yeah, what was it? Oh, it was a chihuahua. Yeah, they would hang up oh, on you. Oh, come on. Yeah, they would hang you know, up on you. Yep. Unbelievable. Do you know, but maybe, maybe we should actually ask this. Have you been bitten by a dog today? <laughs> Good question. And just was ask good. people, I... what <laughs> have they actually been bitten by? If they've been bitten by a dog, what was it? Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. I was kissed by a dog today, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, it was, and, and it was a pit bull. But I'll tell you, Sue, those, the smiles on those pit bulls, they are just, they are just priceless. When those little guys yep. smile, it's just unbelievable. It, it, exactly. It just, it just cracks you up. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love it. I tell you. Oh, do you know what? I, I've got to say, Jeanette, you've just reminded me. I, I tell you what. You know, you know what I'm like, Howard. We we have to do it, don't you? You know, the other day I was saying, wasn't I, about the human blender? Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. I, I got it. I did it. Uh, you know, there is nobody else on Facebook. I don't think there's actually another human blender on Facebook. <laughs> but the human uh, blender is on Facebook now. So if anybody would like to go and have a look, it's called The Human Blender. Um, we have already, of course, got some people into that already. And I am absolutely, i tell you what, some of the stories I've been sent to put into it, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. They, they definitely deserve to go in The Human Blender. Do you know what I mean? And, and, not quick, and not quick enough, I may add. Uh, well, I heard a rumor uh, Kathy might be calling in soon, so stay tuned. Yes, it's okay. She's just read my message when I was saying that my phone was a bit um, shot at earlier. Yes, and I'm hoping so, the captain will call. Hoping the cap will call in today. We haven't heard he's been busy, busy back there. So we'll see if he calls in also. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, now let me just find this human blender link before I forget. Uh, do you know what? So many people have said, "Oh, Sue, if only you could just um, sort that out, it would be fantastic." Right. Um, oh, right. Angel Afoot, Alicia Silverstone is an avid animal lover and activist. Hmm. She has rescued several dogs, and her pit bull named the Pig sleeps on top of her husband. <laughs> the Pig. <laughs> Oh, that would be brilliant. Angel, if you've got any pictures, that would be brilliant. Oh, also, Helen Keller, pit bulls are widely used as therapy dogs. However, author, activist, and lecturer Helen Keller considered her pit, Stubby, to be purely her companion and did not use her for guidance, as is often the practice with a sight-impaired. And hmm. she's missed a bit off there. So, wow. oh, I tell you, it's quite amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it is quite, quite amazing. amazing. Quite amazing. And, and they were also used as nanny dogs, correct, back in the day? That's right. Yep. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yep. And it's quite funny. In the old black and white pictures, I've yet to see a pit bull that has a muzzle on him. Yeah, I never, I don't think I'm trying to think. No, no. I never, I've seen other dogs with muzzles. <laughs> oh, no. The witch is in the chat room. Uh-oh. It says, hi there, everyone. Swoops in on room. <laughs> it's Kathy. <laughs> the young lady? Oh, yeah, of course. Groovy I wouldn't Kathy. call her anything else. Peace I'm out not and be groovy, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, I'll tell you, she's she's the best. Unbelievable. But yeah, oh, we, dear. But, but, yeah, you know, if, if if there is anyone out there that does have a pit bull, call in and tell us a good story because uh, we, are, we, we love pit bulls on this show. We love the pit bulls. They're the best. Exactly. Definitely so. Yeah, if anybody wants to call in, and maybe you've got a little chihuahua that is a little bit nippy, and you want to tell us a story. Why is it a little bit nippy? Was there a reason why or whatever? Give us a call in, 347-327-9694. That's 347-327-9694. Give us a call in. So, where are we up to? Oh, I've just got to tell everybody that I am actually on Twitter. Oh. Now, I don't usually promote Twitter, do I, to be fair? It's one of no, my things that I don't usually Twitter about, <laughs> quite literally. <laughs> um, but you can go on. Uh, let me just find you the link for that as well. I, I love it. And do you know what? On the Twitters, on because all the pages are linked, I've done 19,836 tweets. 
Just a small view, I thought. Um, but if you just type in uh, twitter.com forward slash ask Sue, and you'll find me on there. And, uh, yes, I'll follow you back if you start to follow me. And, uh, obviously, we can uh, go through and we tweet each other's things as well. Some um, amazing things on there and amazing people that I've found on there as well. Um, some absolute fantastic advocates. Um, so um, thank you to everybody who's, who's uh, joined me on there as well. Oh, I did uh, talk to Karen Banda this week. She said to say hello, and uh, she gave me a Memphis update, which isn't really much, that I think they're going to have another meeting, and it's the same old thing. They think that they think the trainer, they're pretty sure the trainer is a female, and that's about it. That's about it. It's the same old thing. So, oh, and my okay. best, my best to, uh, best to Jeff and Diana, of course. He was off. He's going to be off Facebook for a couple of days. So, uh, I don't yeah. know, Stu. Th- that those lies are so so big now that I don't. I, I really, I don't really know if anyone really knows. It's just so tangled in web now. Just horrible. Just horrible. I, I think, I think you're doomed if you do, and doomed if you don't. I agree with you. I agree with you. You know, I just. Um, uh, you know, because my part of me really wants to get in there and sort it all out, do you know what I mean, and think, right, let's go for it, let's see. And, yeah, okay, you know, people are saying to me, oh, well, why haven't you found out who's training? Why haven't you done this? Well, hold on a minute, let's just stop for a minute. This whole story, the whole time, has been about Memphis. It's not been about anything else. Correct. And my worry is, if you go chasing something too much, you will end up where it will end up with nothing. Yeah, you're probably Because right. at the end of the day, the last thing I want to do is rile them up, and then they get rid of Memphis, and Jeff and I never see him again. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that is a good point. That is a good point. But, but do you know what really gets me, though, Howard, as much as anything else? I'm looking back on how long they've had Memphis for now, and as we all know, our dogs only last, I'll, I'll just say an average, I'm not sure this is a proper average, but say 12 years. Okay. okay. That's uh, so. How long has it been now that they've had him? At least a year, isn't it? I think I, th- I think it's safe to say a year. Let's say. Yeah. So that's one twelfth of his life gone, wasted. Yeah. You know, I guess I, I guess what concerns me is this 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 whoever it is was given Memphis to train supposedly, who we don't think need training. But you know, I I, I guess I guess what what blows me away is that you know if they if they if if they really. How do I say? You know, if if they truly cared, and you know, Jeff and Diana, you know, he, the person knows that, you know, they were just supposed to train him. Then why are they not sending it back? Because supposedly I had heard the contract stipulates that it was up to the trainer. That's that I heard. I don't know. If that's rumor, but I had heard that pretty consistently. So why, why would they be so selfish? And I will use that word. Yeah. You know. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So as but you know. What what, the, what exactly out of all of this? What's actually been achieved? Nothing. Nothing's been achieved. It's just pissed, you know, just 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 made it a mess for the officials in Memphis and create and stirred up more, of, you know, of the what's going on and why this and why that and all the lies going on. Yep. You, the thing that gets me is, okay, so we've had a whole year, we've had the fight where Jeff and Diana have had to pay out, where people have donated for Jeff and Diana, where obviously Bloomfield have had to pay out for their side of the legal battle. Mm-hmm. So there's that all money as well. So that's two lots of money already. And then we've got all that time. And at the end of the day, all they had to do was get Memphis, sign him over to the Colton Max, or mm-hmm. let them foster him for a certain amount of time and then adopt at the end. 
Yeah. But they could have got probably training for free whilst Memphis was getting back, and so they could have just made sure that he was up to scratch. Yes, you can now adopt him. Mm-hmm. But but the how much mis- would they have yeah. saved? Exactly, exactly, exactly. But the biggest mystery to me is okay. I understand this, whoever it is, lady or man, wants to be remain anonymous. Obviously, they don't want to give their location. I can respect that. Why won't they give Jeff a picture, coded and dated? This is the biggest thing that's bothering me, Sue. I don't understand. Well, uh, the thing is, when he's put so much effort into a dog, I don't know why they can't just send him a video. I know. Okay, great. Even better. And 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 he doesn't and have he to. He deserves really- that. Exactly. He deserves that after all this time. You better believe it. Him and Diana do deserve that. So that's but the part. Maybe, 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 right, that's, uh, do you know what, you just give me a very good idea. I think I'm going to be on to the phone tomorrow, and I'm going to ring up Bloomfield, and I'm going to have a word with him, and I'll say, could they just get in touch with the trainer and ask for just a little video and email it to us so we can put it on there, so we can calm the people down, to let them know that Memphis is safe and well and get in there. I mean, if you have nothing to hide, why wouldn't you release the video or a picture? That, that's all Jeff's asking yeah. for. I don't think that's too yeah. much, and it's not going to yeah. reveal. You know, it's not going to reveal where they are. Certainly, which which I understand. You know, that I can respect, Sue. You know, that I understand. Yeah. They want. You know, they want their location to. You know, uh, you know for their. You know, I, I can accept that. But as far as the other thing, and 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 this is the thing we've been asking for for since you had uh, um, Mike Mike uh, Fitzpatrick on your show. You know, that that's where the first lie started. So, yeah, that's a great idea. Call them up and ask them. Why can't they at least do something like that for Jeff and Diana? I don't think that's too much to ask, is it? I don't, but then again, you know. <laughs> well, you know, we're just, let, sen- we're just two sensible people, two advocates who care and have compassion, but, you know, I guess it doesn't yeah, matter well, to them. <laughs> well, we've just been joined by a third, and, of course, it's got to be the witch. I mean, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> Like Johnny Carson used to say, uh, Ed McMahon used to say, here's <laughs> Kathy. <laughs> I, you know, I got my second shower of the day behind me. I tell you, it's been, it's, it's a long day when you start at 5 a.m. And, um, you know, you go through a gamut of emotions all day working with the animals like we do. So I thought it was good that I would take a shower and, you know, get myself wide away before I joined you two bright-eyed and bushy-tailed individuals. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I was listening to y'all when I tuned in. Y'all were talking about uh, celebrities who, you know, are, are animal activists. Mm-hmm. I posted a link, but I don't know if everyone in the chat room can actually view that link right now. Uh, would y'all be interested in knowing who these seven people are? I think it is pretty important that there are celebrities and people, you know, out there yeah. who are, who have a voice and use their popularity to help the animals. Um, the first one, of course, on the list is Ryan Gosling. I don't hmm. know. If y'all, do y'all know who Ryan Gosling is? Yes. I, yeah, I've heard the name. Actor. I have heard the name. Mm-hmm. And he's really uh, focused on factory farming, which I'm thankful that someone has gone, you know, beyond the shelters because the rest of them are involved, quite frankly, in shelters, but everyone should be anyway as just a foundation in animal advocacy. But uh, Ryan does address the factory farming. 
Of course, number two, Ellen DeGeneres. I believe everyone in the room, heck, in the country or the world, knows who Ellen is and, you know, her representation in the animal advocacy world. I just wish that she was more easily accessible. And I think um, if she could live the lives that we live every day, and I'm looking in the chat room, I know most everyone there and what they fight for and how hard they fight. Um, I think Ellen would be interested in some of these cases. I know I recently saw just yesterday a petition about Puppy Doe, and mm, I know yep. no one in this room who doesn't know about Puppy Doe. But yep. um, yeah. you know, she's another one. Kristen Bell. Um, Kristen Bell's been an advocate since she was 11 years old, and now it says that her base is out of San Diego with the Helen Woodward Animal Shelter which is a wonderful shelter, and um, I'm not sure if it's a no-kill. I believe it is. I could be wrong, but um, it is a wonderful foundation. Um, everyone knows Willie Nelson, Yeah. and um, I didn't realize until I read this article that he's associated with Best, Best Friends Society. Yes, Willie and Nelson is. That, yeah, and also Kathy Betty White. She's done a lot Are also. friends that she's with, too? I said Betty White has done a lot also for the animals. Oh I, oh, I know. I'm just going down the list of these seven in yeah. this article, the link that I posted. Betty White's awesome. She rocks in so many ways. Um, Kesha, uh, she's a, a a young celebrity singer, rock star. Uh, boy, I thought I was a little off the chain. She's totally on a different universe. I mean, I, and that, <laughs> I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. I watched her perform and talk about energy. I would like to have just the energy she has in her little pinky finger. She's <laughs> awesome with her performances. But Kesha even won the 2013 Wilder Animal Award from the HSUS. So wow. that's a pretty amazing thing to win in Thanks itself. So. Then uh, Rachel Ray, the chef, mm -hmm. we all know who Rachel And Rachel owns a pit bull. Oh, does so she? she oh, that's great. Uh, she, it's, it is great. It's wonderful. And Rachel also has a rescue or a an organization, a foundation, let's say. I'm going to post a link right in the room now, and it's called Rachel's Rescues. And uh, on that page, you can see her and her beautiful pit bull. That is one magnificent creature. But I haven't met a pit bull yet that I didn't love. No. Yeah. And, and also, one, and sorry. Kathy, also, also the, uh, the actress who did The Exorcist, Linda Blair, she's also an oh, actress. Yeah, and, and I'm making notes of these additions. Like I said, I'm just going off this list of seven. But, mm -hmm. you know, I think we, we really should make a list that's, you know, Sue and I are good about keeping files and folders and information. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we do. So um, she work, she's out of Los Angeles with, uh, she works with Shorty Rossi. And it's Correct. not worse with him, but, you know, in conjunction, she she fosters a lot of the animals that he rescues. and. There again is another name, Shorty Rossi. Yes, um, absolutely. I, he does a lot. Well, and did you, Kathy? I don't know if you heard. It's, it hit the media. He was, he um, tried to. He was tried to. Uh, you know, he was trying to get into a. I don't, I don't remember. It was a children's hospital. You know, he has his pit bulls a service dog. I, they wouldn't yes. let him in. They wouldn't let I him in. About that. And didn't you and I just discuss mm. it on the phone the other day? I was mortified at that. I could not believe it. And. Actually, I I'm surprised at the hospital. Which hospital was it, Howard? It was a like um, the um, 
the children's hospital. I it was can't. one of the children's hospitals. I'm not sure which. I would have to. I'm, I'm not sure which one, but and, and you know he's he he's not going to let that go. Trust me. Oh, I see Sherry Rose also added where Rachel does a lot with the North Shore Animal Shelter. That's a wonderful organization, too, and there's and just so many people that uh, support that. The last one on the list that I'm looking at is Russell Simmons. I don't know if you all know Russell, but um, he, well, okay, I'm just now reading this. Uh, me personally, I am not fond of, nor do I support PETA. But um, he was awarded the PETA 2011 Person of the Year Award. He advocates for the reporting of animal cruelty and started a vegan line of clothing that is fur, wool, and leather free. Hmm. So uh, kudos to him for that. Um, Getting off this subject for a minute, and I have mentioned this to Sue earlier, I have a very special story that I want to share with you all and ask for your help. I just found out about it today, and I have spoken through private message to the woman responsible for saving these dogs' lives. And there are two dogs, and let me um, let me get to their page, two dogs named Echo and Ethix. I think it's E-F-F-Y-X. I don't know if y'all have seen or heard about these two dogs, but... Um, this is a folder. It's on her profile, and I hope and pray now that it's going to be public. Let me send that to you. That's the link I just posted. Her name is Chella. Now, I'm going to read the, ma- the majority of this. Bear with me. It's just a story that needs our attention, and ironically enough, some of my favorite advocates and a, a large portion of my advocates are in the northeast part of the United States, New York, Pennsylvania, and that area especially. Dogs were found in the Bahamas where um, Chella's parents live. She is, first off, Chella's an amazing advocate. I'm, I've been just mesmerized by her page. She has made it her life's mission to save animals in the street and give mm. them the chance they deserve. Well, these two dogs, it says, once upon a time, two beautiful boys were born into a world of evil, too innocent to see the ugliness of this world and its people. They were so frail and were taken from their mom while still nursing, and someone put them inside a plastic bag and from a moving truck threw them and disposed of them in someone's yard. The little brothers survived the fall and grew up with a pack of homeless dogs that protected them from harm. The corner where they lived was a dangerous part of town as I was brutally assaulted and beaten in broad daylight while waiting for the vet to come treat some of the sick dogs. I pleaded on Facebook for help for them, but no homes were offered. And and in January, I found what I thought was a blessing from God because the person that adopted them took both the puppies, Echo and his brother, Epix. Now, let me add here, I've seen photos of these dogs, and they are so bonded, it's totally broke my heart and I I broke down and I don't mean crying I mean to the point of having to put my head on my desk and sob because you can see the love between these two boys and they have been abandoned and betrayed by the very people they trusted except for this angel called Chella. 
So she says, continuing, I did the home check myself. Everything was perfect. Big, thick yard, nice home. And he said they would sleep inside the house like his other two female dogs that he said the last tenant moved out and left behind. Well, the boys loved him right away. I even loved him as well for making me the happiest woman for adopting my precious angels. A few months went by, and all seemed normal. I will visit the boys constantly without his knowledge through the yard. I'll make sure they're all right. May came, and I went and a, a tour, on a trip to see my parents. When I came back, and I called the jerk, and he never picked up his phone. I couldn't even leave a message. I returned a few weeks later and saw him sick and left another note to his door telling him to call me. No call. Two weeks ago, I went there again and left another note. After noticing Echo extremely thin and that I could count his ribs, and he even had crust on both eyes, same as ethics. I left another note saying whether he called me or not, I was coming to get them to take them to the vet. Again, no call. So today I went inside his yard and knocked at the door so hard my knuckles hurt me so bad from banging on the door. A guy came out and said it was not him. He said the man I was looking for had moved out over three months ago. Okay, now I was really, now I'm, I'm reading, you know, from her, so I'm quoting her. Now I was really pissed, so pissed that in my anger I started crying. I grabbed the dogs and told the guy they were mine and I was not leaving without them. I took them to the vet and both have, now get this, y'all, kick fever, anaplasma, ehrlichiosis, and hookworms, not to mention mm. the hundreds of ticks and flea infestation all over their genital area. Oh, my God. Oh, that just, that, the, the picture of that in my mind is just heartbreaking. These were healthy puppies when I gave them to that wolf. Today they're just a shadow of the happy boys I love so much. Echo doesn't smile anymore, and he's scared of everything. Uh, I'm going to move on. And um, she took them to the vet. <clears throat> I told the landlord uh, Ethic and Ethics, Echo and Ethics were mine, and I claimed them back. Apparently the landlord was happy with that. He said because there was no one caring for them as it should be. My boys are in boarding and will remain there until my money runs out, and then who knows. Now, the thing is, after speaking with her, ironically enough, those two boys, these two fur angels, will be flying into New York City tomorrow. Hmm. Second Chance Rescue is going to have these babies. Now, we're going to need to find foster home where both can go. There's not even a consideration that these two can be separated. And after all they've been through, I could not imagine someone even thinking that. Yeah, exactly. But, um, really, I cannot imagine someone even thinking you can separate them. I mean, that would just be the tip of the iceberg, and um, I'll, I can't even go there in my thinking. But uh, like I said, I also uh, let me also share Chella's link. I don't think she would mind. I don't know if her page is open. She accepted my my Facebook friendship, and um, I want us to help her. I mean, now she's no longer going to be involved as of tomorrow with their immediate care, but she has given her heart, soul, and part of her life to these dogs. And if indeed you can see her photos, you will see one collage that I can't even count the number of dogs, and she's in every single picture, and she's named every single dog. This woman is one of the most, if not the most, profound advocate I have ever 
had the honor of knowing in my entire life. Now, here is her link, Chella. Um, here again, I don't know, you know, if the link is, is if the page is open or not. But regardless, folks, I really do want us to try and help out and reach, or try and reach out and help these two dogs, Echo and Epic. Um, they need us. We need to find a foster, but preferably a, a forever home. Uh, they're getting back to good health. And as for all these poor angels have been through, they deserve a loving forever home. So I'm calling out to everyone in New York and surrounding areas, if you're familiar with Second Chance Rescue, you may inquire about what the dogs need. I know they're going to need additional health care. Uh, the boarding bill, I would like to see Chella help with that too. Um, here again, folks, this is a woman that has gone so far beyond the call of duty or the call of passion. Uh, she is truly, truly an angel. So, again, in fact, let me try and find that photo of the collage. You just won't believe this photograph. I mean, it is just, um, and she wrote a beautiful poem to go with it, but this photo you have just got to see. I'm posting it right now. And Post that it yes, the entire link will post. It's a long link, so take a look at this photo, this collage, and let me see here: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven rows down, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight rows across. So, I mean, a picture. That's how many different dogs, and like I said, she's named every single one of them. And Unbelievable. Oh, yeah, I know, Howard. So, That's you great. know, this is just a beautiful story that, it, for me personally, it would be an inspiration to even the most lifelong devoted advocate to know there's someone out there with a heart like she has. Absolutely. So, God, I don't know if you're listening. I did tell her about the show. Um, I hope that um, that she gets what she deserves in you know the help of these animals, not only now but in the future. Um, people like that deserve our support, and I'm more than happy to do whatever I can to help them get the support they need. So well, that's great, Kathy. Well, you know we all try and do things, Howard. You do all those lovely faces I see in that chat room. I'm I'm thrilled. I'm just thrilled to to be surrounded with such greatness. I really am. Now, Kathy, you mentioned the word poem. One of our dear friends wrote an amazing poem this week, someone I know. (laughs) I was just coming to that. (laughs) Yes. Sue, Sue, would you like to read it? No, no, I'll let Kathy read it herself. Okay. Go ahead, Kathy. (laughs) Oh, my goodness, y'all. Well, you know, I've got... I've, I've, I've got a very special love for shelter animals, but the seniors that people tend to forget are just the ones that really tear me up. And we can only try and put ourselves in their place as they sit there in that strange place, but this poem is called The Life of a Shelter Dog. I'll wait today like days before, a good boy in my cage. I'm hoping there's a home out there who wants a dog my age. My family brought me here one day, and no one told me why. A stranger took my leash from them, and I was hugged goodbye. 
The days have passed, but no one comes, no one that I once knew. Why did they leave me here all alone? What bad thing did I do? My kisses must have made them mad. My cuddles were too warm. I did my best to learn new tricks. I kept them safe from harm. I may not be a puppy now, but don't we all grow up? Is that why we came to this place? Was I swapped for a pup? The cages here have all been filled. They say some have to go. The old ones have been here way too long. They've lived their life, you know. I watched as cages close to me were emptied one by one. We only have one more to go, and then our day is done. My heart was pounding all so strong when they came to my door. They put a leash around my neck as I was there one more. I'll never understand, I'll never know or understand why I was left that day. I tried to be the greatest dog in each and every way. I feel the needle in my arm and things begin to blur. I feel a hand upon my head that gently rubs my fur. Sleep now, sweet one, I heard them say. I slowly closed my eyes. The rainbow bridge before me now, I'll run where angels fly. Wow. It's just it's something that flows from my heart and you know, we all have special things we do and we all have special gifts and I'm just um for me it's a catalyst to comfort to to be able to express on paper with a pen the way I feel inside. And ironically enough, I I never have to edit these. They just they flow from beginning to end and um, I write at night before I go to sleep, and I fall asleep dreaming of these babies and how I can help. So yeah. I appreciate your liking the poem. I truly do. Sherry Rose, love to you, my girl. Love to you, my friend. Sherry just posted love to you, Kathy. Oh, that's great. Yeah, the, sen- the senior animals are very special to me, Kathy, also. They're really... Uh you know, and, and um, I mean, you, you know, you go to the shelters, and they're in the back of the shelters, and you read stories of people, you know, dropping them off. It's just, you know, it's just horrible. How would someone like to be just dropped off somewhere? Then, you know, when they're old, you know, these dogs. I, I guess what what bothers me is, you know, a lot of these dogs have given these these folks the best of their lives. It's given them so much pleasure, and they know. Well, you're 12 now, so I'm just going to dump you off at the shelter. Well, shame, shame. You don't do that. You just don't do that. Up. I'm with you, my friend. I'm with yes. you a thousand percent. To see Definitely. that face, that face that's given me some of the best years of their life. Um, I, I, well, they've given them all their life. How could you give up a child because that's what our pets become to us? That's exactly. what they are. Yeah, they are. And, you know, just because that muzzle has a little gray on it and the bones are a little stiffer and a little slower to get up, you know, that that doesn't change that loving heart. It does not change the devotion that you've gotten and are still getting from that animal. So to look into your animal's eyes and hand that leash to someone else is something that me personally cannot wrap my mind around. You know, with the the holidays coming, I challenge everyone, you know, something if you don't want to rescue a senior from the shelter you could at least go up there you could ask them if you could pet it and walk it bring it a treat bring it a new blanket because you know if indeed they're going to be there we have to be realistic at least they can be comfortable and have a nice blankie and some toys Uh and some treats and some human compassion so that's my challenge to everyone with the holidays coming 
you know, of course, I'm very passionate about the homeless, but also go up to the shelter. Go up there, ask to see a senior, and you know something? You might just fall in love with it, and you might just take it home. You know, speaking of that, Howard and Sue, I've had one of my neighbors, and I think y'all, well, you two I know, know that I have some pretty amazing neighbors, and they're very good to me. We're like a family here. This one woman, a little younger than I am, is taking care of her grandfather. And he's a fly old coot. He's about 94, 93. But, you know, he's, of course, you know, at that age you begin to have health issues. But I, I don't think he's ready to cross that bridge yet. I really, really don't. And he wants a dog. And he wants a golden retriever. Well, not in front of him. But Kim and I sat down and had a lengthy conversation about this very thing. And I said, Kim, because she asked me to find her a dog like that. And I said, Kim, I think that we can find one. In fact, I feel confident we can. But I said, it needs to be a senior pet with, a, you know, a pet that lives its life and is it's not going to have the energy of a puppy. It's not. And when I say lives its life, I don't mean ready to, you know, go. I, I just simply meant that it's not going to have that puppy energy and require training and doing the little mistakes in the house. You know, I think that a, a senior dog would be perfect for him. And then I looked at her and I said, Kim, I want to ask you a question and I want you to look me in the eyes when you answer me. And she said, yes, Miss Cat, what is it? And I said, when your grandfather passes, can you promise me with your hand on your heart, that you will not take that dog back to the shelter and dump that mm. animal, dump that mm. animal, that dog. Mm. She started crying, and she wrapped her arms around me, and she said, Miss Cat, she said, there's no way in the world that I could ever do that to an animal, and that's why I take care of my grandfather. I promised him that no one in my family would ever dump him in a nursing home. Absolutely. And when she said that to me, I knew she meant her word. So, um, you know, I'll be looking for a senior golden retriever, and uh, hopefully we find the right one. I think when the intention is right and your heart's in the right place, I think the universe provides the need. And in this case, I believe there is a genuine, sincere need. Uh, I think it would give this elderly gentleman an extended time here on earth, and I think it would give him comfort, and uh, I think it would certainly give the dog a happy life and comfort because I do feel confident they would take excellent care of him. Oh, that's great. You know, I yeah. have you know a uh, – go ahead, Sue. No, it's all right, Howard. Come on. No, no, go, go, go. It, it's when um, – I can remember my nan had lost her old dog, and we'd had to have Bruce put down. And my mum and dad had spoken to my nan about getting another dog. And mm-hmm. this was a little time later. And I can remember the conversation. My nan says, yeah, but it won't replace Bruce. It won't replace Bruce. It won't be the same. And, you know, we were saying to it, no, it won't replace. It's it's a new dog. There were no dog will ever replace Bruce. But, you know, what about it? Anyway, they got my nan um, a, a pup. It wasn't a pup. I think it's about 14 months old or something. And I can honestly say he was hyper and he needed his ass kicking in the nicest possible way. <laughs> he was a little bugger. He run circles around my nan, and he knew exactly. Now, let me just tell you now, my nan used to do them breakfast. They used to have cornflakes 
every morning. Uh-oh. They would have their dinner of dog food at night, and then they would have a smaller little dog meal then at night as well. They did, and this was the cats as well. All of them cornflakes for breakfast. Been, uh, they oh, were just oh, spoiled wasn't the word. And do you know what? I actually saw a new lease of life come out of my nan due to the fact of this dog. Even though I will tell you now, her temper definitely went up as well. But her, <laughs> you know what I mean? It like it, she got a reason to get up in the morning. He was mm-hmm. up at the crack of dawn yeah. and everything, and she was too. It made her inspired her to carry on and and do more. Do you know what I mean and everything? And when we when my nan passed, we couldn't unfortunately have Max. But we got him into a good home after, and I know he lived till good years. Do you know what I mean? But it was just such an amazing thing, you know. People say, "Oh, older people shouldn't have dogs." That's rubbish. Do you no, mean? Come on. And, and it's like I always say to everybody, "Yeah, they're older. They're not. They haven't died. They're older people." Doesn't mean you've got to just chuck, chuck them in a room and, and all that, which is yet another show, because I know if I start with the old people's subject, I will be on a rant. <laughs> but, you know, and, and I just think, you know, they can, dogs, cats and whatever can do so much for old, the older generation, you know, just like the older de- generation can do good things for people. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Um, oh, so, you're right. That's a beautiful story too. I just uh, I think that the benefit. Well, we all know the benefits of having an animal in our lives to begin with. The health benefits. And I was speaking with someone just yesterday about the benefit. Oh, it was um, Randy Bejibi and um, Judith Meyenberg talking about the medicinal effects of a cat's purr. And it's been proven that the purr of a cat has frequencies that will actually help heal bones. Hmm. And Spencer, I don't know if y'all heard this, Spencer just said, meow. He's in the chat room, huh? He's in the chat room. Oh, let me tell you, he thinks he runs, he, in fact, he does run the chat room here in my home. He is a chat room. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yes. He's it's it's definitely. He's a <laughs> I wanted to. I just wanted to share a quick story. You know, my Rosie is 16, and uh, mm-hmm. she she sleeps in bed with me, and uh, she's yeah. she's getting a little dementia and she's a little incontinent. So I put her on medication. But long story short, I have a you know a rubber pad under the bed, but I have to wake her up at about 12 o'clock and midnight, and then I have to. We have a townhouse. She goes inside, and I have to. And then I wake her up about three o'clock in the morning. I have to take her downstairs to do a thing, and then I bring her back up. And she sleep, and she sleeps throughout the night. And I'll tell you, man, I wouldn't do that for nobody else. Yeah. <laughs> a friend well, of mine said, a, "A friend of mine said, what are you crazy?" I said, "No." I said, "What are you crazy?" I said, "That's my baby." I said, "She's yeah. 16, you know." So you, the point is, you do what you got to do. If it disrupts my sleep, big deal. You know, it, it just doesn't matter. You just do what you do for your, you know, for your little angels. That's you know, like you have, you know, she's my kid. I don't have a two-legged kid, so that's my kid. And you know something. You know, if you know when when people become older and they become incontinent, you're gonna do for them what you got to do. So that's what I do for my little girl. You know, absolutely, absolutely. You know, how you, the the words you said, crazy. Uh, it brings to mind um, one thing, and when people say or ask any of us who are animal advocates, as we are, why we do the crazy hours we do, and why mm-hmm. we spend the crazy time we do. The answer is quite simple. If you have to ask, you'd never understand. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's true. Absolutely. 
It's true. I don't expect, you know, people say to me, well, these people on Facebook you've never met and blah, 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 blah. And a friend of mine, she she uh, she was good friends with uh, actually my friend Sally and Ann. They met together for the first time, you know, and, and you know, they're like us every day. They talk and and a friend said to her, you're going to let a Facebook friend come over. And she was like, excuse you. That's a family yeah. member. So, you know, the thing is, I've said to people, I don't expect people to understand the bond that the advocates and us have formed on Facebook. I don't. I don't expect it. I know it's there. I know it's true, and that's all that really matters. Yeah. We we say this really so often, don't we, Kathy, that, yeah. like, me and Kathy speak every single day without fail, and if I don't hear from Kathy, I think I'd have to send an ambulance. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, and it's honestly so, we talk about everything. It's just like me and you, Howard, do you know what I mean? And we have got built up such a strong bond that nobody would understand. But that's okay. Nobody would understand. understand. Yeah, but that's okay. They don't have to. As long as we know the love and the loyalty is there for each other, that's all that matters. That's right. And the the three of us, we will talk every day, even if it's just one line, you know. Mm -hmm. But every day, the three of us, we connect. And, uh, you know, you, you can choose your friends, but you can't choose your family. People say, you know, blood family. Well, I think you can choose your family. The family that I have is people like y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, you're my family. And I've been said to Dawn today, you know, that Sue and her kids are the most important thing to me. Mm-hmm. Without them, I can't imagine a day in my life without Sue and the kids. And you, Howard, I mean, mm-hmm. really, we joke and kid and cut up, but... Like you were saying, you know, we look at our friend list on Facebook, and just they they become with time so much more than a picture on a screen. You know, Correct. they're they're yeah. And, and I, we, you know, unfortunately, I mean, it's fortunate, it's unfortunate, it's it's good and it's good and bad that you know these, you know, all these abused animals is what brought us all together. When you really think about it, it's yeah. pretty simple. Abused people, evil people, abusing animals brought us all together to make a difference. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, yep. you know, everyone who knows me knows that I make no secret about the fact that I was assaulted by the one person I trusted, and mm-hmm. he almost killed me. So I can relate to these animals more than people may may realize. You know, in fact, yep. when I see these sad faces and I see the loneliness and that feeling of abandonment and how could you do that to me, how could you do that, I do understand what that heart in that body of that animal feels like. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. We've all been in some way or another. All of us have been in some way or another. Yep, yep. absolutely. And do you know what? You saying that, Gabby, it's, it's very true because, you know, I think about, you know, I, I've lost all of my family, not through choice, but because they decided to walk away and through different reasons and blah, blah, blah. But that's exactly the same as a dog going to a shelter. Their family yeah. walked away. Mm-hmm. And, and and then you wonder why these dogs are, you know, you know, oh, what what are they doing in the shelter? And I read a post on the other day. You know, there is this myth that these dogs that are in shelters, oh, there's something wrong with them. No, no, mate. You, you got that totally wrong. The thing that was wrong was the person that walked away, not what, were the, not what they left behind. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You know I mean, yep. totally wrong. They, yeah. they didn't get dropped off there. That's because that human was bored. Oh, the old story of they got a baby. Oh, they moved house. Do you know what I mean? Oh, please yeah. give me strength. You wouldn't go and drop your baby off at the hospital and say, I've got to give it back now because I've had enough. 
Yeah, Although exactly. I could honestly say, after today's performance of my children, it could have seriously been arranged. <laughs> I asked her, I said, uh, do I need to start swimming? By the time you get here, I'll be over. <laughs> I'll tell you, honestly, it, it was World War Twenty today with mine. I can, sorry, change the subject totally, but it was a World War Twenty. Uh, it, Kimberly and Emma love each other but hate each other. Yeah, love hate. Yeah, and and I yeah. remind, I remind them every single time when they're fighting. I said, "Why do you fight?" I said, "Because if it was to be that one of you had to go to the hospital, because I can remember when Kimberly got rushed into hospital, I can remember when Emma got rushed into hospital. The other one was stood on the stairs or by the door crying. Mm-hmm. But then they look at each other as if they want to kill each other. Hey, you know something, my Sue, my mom is eighty. It's still love-hate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, well, don't even start with my mum. Let, let's move on. Anyway, I'm going to say no more about it. Um, right, I've just got to read a poem. Do you know what? I, I've just got to say to everybody, and it'll be a little bit of a surprise for Jana, I am going to be organising the link for Jana because she really wants to do a show called uh, Animal Stories and Poems. And so if anybody would like to come on the show, and I know, Kathy, you'll be straight up for this, and I'm sure you will, Howard, um, where Jana's going to be running the show, obviously a little bit of help from Mum, maybe. Wow. Um, but she mm-hmm. wants to be doing And now, let me just tell everybody, Jana is 11 years old, and she and wants to do her bit, and she wants people to ring in with stories and poems about their animals and about different, you know, maybe you've lost your dog and you want to tell a story about your dog or whatever it may be. But she wants to promote her group that she's got called Animal Stories and Poems, and she wants everybody to call in with their animals and stories. And she's been going on about this, actually, the last couple of days, so I must get this link sorted, and I'll be sharing that very, very soon. But um, Emma Thornton has just sent um, a little poem, and I want to read. But here's a poem I wrote about the dog, Sue, if you'd like to read. And of course we will. We lo- I love poems. Absolutely love it. Um, I used to have a life, a home, a place to call my very own. I loved and cherished my family. But then one day they abandoned me. I searched. I ran nowhere to go. Never once suspecting it would end up on death row. All I could do was wonder and roam. I was cold and tired, scared and alone. I heard a van outstep this man. Another one, he said, I wish I'd run. He brought me to this place. He put me in a cage. I could never have imagined how much I'd be betrayed. I cried out. I cried out. I whimpered. But no one came. I'd never known such sorrow, such pain. I woke up, a lady stood by me. I thought this is my chance. I saw a kindness at the very first glance. She comforted me. We walked, but alas, we came back. I wondered how much of being in this cage I could really hack. I kept hoping and praying some would com- someone would come. Then one night I heard them say, his time is up. I was out of luck. Hours later, I found out they would ultimately betray. They killed me by injection that very next day. Wow. Um, That's great. uh, That was beautiful. I just posted in the chat room. I already had tears. I had tears in my eyes halfway through it. Wow. Yeah. So so when when is Emma going to do this show? So when are we going to do this show? Good question. I'm going to sort that out for the next few. Well, I'm going to say, well, maybe we could do it, say, Friday, because I'm thinking then she hasn't got school. Okay. Well, we'll do that maybe on Friday night. What do you, what do you think? Are you good for Friday, Kathy? 
Who, me? Miss Social Life? Uh, yeah. <laughs> can you just, can you just hey, check your diary? Oh, before I speak, um, ooh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I have a meeting at 6 o'clock, but you know what? It's, uh, I, I can move that to 7. That's not a problem. I will make time for the show soon. I'll just rearrange my schedule. That's not an issue, okay? Oh, bless you. She will be so chuffed because she said to me, I, I want everybody to be on. <laughs> oh, you know what they're like. And do you know what, Kathy? We've we've got to mention um, that story about the teacher, wasn't there? That had that dog in the back of the thing. Days. Yes. Give me just a moment. I will pull that up because that is one of the most frustrating stories. To think that the person responsible for teaching our children. He actually went to school, and he, when he got out of the car, he put his baby pit bull in the trunk, in the oh. trunk car. And, he, yep. you know, when AC was, and the students called to report him. Bless those students, because, yep. um, no, without them calling, that little baby would not have survived. And the reason I want to pull the um, the link up is because it mentioned the temperature that it was already risen to at the window of the car. So you can imagine with no air circulation in that trunk and all that metal wrapped around that baby, I mean, the heat in there. And they said he was already in heat distress when they found him. He'd been in there two hours. Two hours, two minutes, two seconds is too long. Never. Yeah. Never should he have been there. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. It's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Here we go. Right. Students alert authorities. I'm going to post this link to anyone who has not seen it yet. Uh, once again, I'm looking at people in the room, and I know y'all stay up on most everything. Um, but... Um, you have two students at the Gateway Charter High School in Fort Myers, Florida. That's down here on the other coast. Witness a teacher putting a puppy into the trunk of a car. The teacher was a 28-year-old Matthew Emmons who was cited for animal cruelty after a school resource officer who was alerted by the concerned students found a four-month-old pit bull in the trunk of his, get this, Mercedes. He allegedly told the officer that he was, quote, only working half a day. And he allegedly explained that the pup was in the trunk for just a few hours, to quote him. Hmm. Um, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and here again, I, I, it did. I read another article where, oh, here it is. Here it is. The puppy rescued from the trunk was already showing signs of stress from the heat, which registered at over. 150 degrees at the car window. Oh, my God. Good grief. That is terrible. Well, do y'all remember just like a month or maybe six weeks ago, there was a story about the pit, the two pit bulls. One had died, and was the necropsy showed that the dog literally cooked inside. Oh. It literally cooked that dog the temperature. So oh. it, it rose high. Oh, my God. I know, Howard. I've I, uh, I, I just, the trouble is, it goes back to the same thing. Okay, this person got called for it. What will they get for it? Yeah, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> it, it, it's a joke. 
and I was saying, Kathy, earlier on in the show about the fact, you know, both of us have commented about how much it's been this week. I mean, it's been, this last few days has been a real heavy last few days as far as advocacy. We've seen so much of cruelty to a whole new level as far as I'm concerned. And, and like I said, there is no law to even prevent them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm. Sorry? Let, let's be realistic, right? We've got these people that are breeding dogs left, right, and center, okay? Now, let's just say that they have, um, you know, they get exposed or whatever, okay? They get exposed. We show them off. They maybe lose a litter or whatever, do you know what I mean? Or something happens, okay? Mm-hmm. Would be who are. That's nothing. That's just like them having a holiday from their job, you know, their 24-hour-a-day job or whatever, because at the end of the day, it's no different to them. Mm. You know, what? this is continuous. You know, it, it, as far as I'm concerned, if those people who are breeding get caught and they are shown to have abused those dogs to such a degree, then they should have money taken off them for what they've been earning. Mm-hmm. 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 Do you mean? It's ridiculous. Yep. There, there is, you know, these people that say, oh, well, I don't need to have my dog spayed or neutered, or I don't agree with it. Tough luck as far as i'm concerned just get down to the vets and do the right thing so that we don't have more of this and if you aren't going to have them done then you must be running a business from home and having your dogs breeding because at the end of the day you need to be paying more for that privilege exactly and for a dog not to be spayed or neutered it is a privilege because at the end of the day you are putting your dog at risk at the end of the day and and the pup mm-hmm. that's going to come from it as well mm-hmm. absolutely yep oh, sorry mm-hmm. didn't mean to Go right for it. No, you no. Know? Owner, respons- owner responsibility. Don't ever, yes, uh, it's our duty. You know, I have a photo I post. It's our duty as, for, I mean, it's the rent we pay to live on this planet. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. we have to give back for all the beauty that we're allowed, are blessed to enjoy. We have to give back. So, and and for for us animal advocates, this is one of the ways that we do it. So don't ever apologize Sue, for what for what you say or do, and your rants or anything. You only do it because of your passion and your conviction yep. to make a difference. That's right, and you know what? <clears throat> yeah, it's true. You definitely. Sorry, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say a quote that I heard the other day that made me giggle. Somebody said, "Yes, but if we go spaying and neutering too much." There won't be the dogs in the world like there is, and then we'll we'll be paying a lot for them, or something oh, of that mind. Hmm. Oh, I, I, I just I I'm thinking to myself, how many dogs are actually in this world right now? So if we even if we started spaying and neutering, that problem wouldn't come into effect for quite some time. It wouldn't come into effect in our lifetime. There's so many. <laughs> no, but you got to exactly. start somewhere. You have to start somewhere. There's got there's got to be responsibility. Uh-huh. I was looking on Chella's page. I was going. I was looking for something else, actually, and she just made another post. And I'll tell you what, folks. I mean, I just don't know when or if this will ever, ever end with these monsters that do these things to animals. Chella just wrote eight minutes ago when Puppy Lemon, and she has photographs was beaten in Nassau, her leg broken in pieces, and her eye taken with a piece of wood. I thought that is all they did to her. 
Eight months later, after finding her loving home in Pennsylvania, she went through heartworm treatment, severe anemia, and last week she was finally spayed. It was during surgery that the vet noticed something was terribly wrong, and she did an x-ray. It showed up that the evil monster that tortured this baby also broke her hip bone, and it healed badly. Why these scums of the earth get the right to breathe, I don't know. Since I moved to this island, all I've seen is horror and abuse committed against these homeless dogs. Um, I, I, it just, it's, it's every moment of every day, folks. We only hear about a tiny, tiny portion of it. And that's the sad part. We yeah. only know about a portion of it. Yeah, but we do yeah. what we can do, and you know, you know, it might be, you know, yep. it might be like one a day, two a day being saved, but at least it's one or two a day. It's, you know, it's just small, small numbers, but it's making a big difference. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and Kathy, I, I've got to say to you again, and, and if anybody's heard me say this before, it deserves repeating. Um, about Abby, what you did with all the rest of the advocates to be able to rehome Abby. I mean, a lot of the times we do share these and we don't hear the endings, um, but just tell everybody about um, Abby, uh, those that didn't oh, hear about it last time we were talking. Oh, my gosh, folks. Well, everyone knows who's my best friend. Well, we all can have more than one best friend, and my best friend here in the States, is up in North Carolina. We've been friends all of our life since children. She called me, ironically enough, on Friday the 13th, and she said, Kat, there's a dog owned by one of uh, the people I work with, and I need your help. This dog, Abby, excuse me, was living outdoors and had lived her entire life of seven and a half years in a wire fence that was about six, seven, eight feet by the same, you know, let's say seven feet by seven feet. The grass was taller than Abby's head. Abby's a black lab. Um, there was a dog uh, a dog house in there. You could hardly see, and there was all kinds of debris in the dog house. When they fed her, the owner threw the food over the fence and walked off. Now, I mentioned her name is Abby. I've never heard of any person getting another dog and naming it the same name. Hmm. She had a pocketbook dog, a little tiny toy dog, that she carried everywhere with her, that lived in the house with her, that slept in the bed with her, that she would have taken to work with her if she could have. But Abby, this my my baby Abby that I've helped you know, helped find the rescue and the forever home for her, she got none of that. She never got to play ball. She never got a loving hand to touch her. She didn't even know her name. The new owner said when they got her that she didn't even know her name. <clears throat> I also wrote a poem. It's a much shorter poem, um, but it was about Abby, and this is a poem that I encouraged everyone to share once again to encourage the awareness of seniors, of animals in the shelter. My human comes for me today, and life won't be the same. I'll have my new forever home. I'll have a brand new name. For seven years, I've waited here with no one loving me. I've been a good dog all this time, but no one cared to see. My human came to throw me food, then turned and walked away. Not one time did they scratch my head or bring a ball to play. But all this I will soon forget in my forever home. They'll play with me and scratch my head. I'll chew on my new bones. This never could have happened if no one had clicked and shared. 
It took them just a minute, and it was all because they cared. You see, I was not wanted for over seven years. Some people call me just a dog. They couldn't see my tears. I thank you all for helping me. I thank you all for caring. I hope you'll all remember that you saved my life by sharing. Now, I'm going to post a link to this. It's an open to the public folder. It will show you the after pictures of Abby. But I can also show you before photos of Abby that truly, folks, make my heart break because I call them chocolate pudding eyes. Her eyes <laughs> were the color of chocolate pudding. And she was, she was, I mean, she's absolutely beautiful. Well, thanks to all the sharing that this post got, my original post, we ended up finding Abby a home within days. <clears throat> However, and the home was about an hour away from where she lived, up in North Carolina. And <clears throat> here again, this, this kind of rescue is an example that it doesn't matter where you live, people. It doesn't matter. You can make a difference. So with all this sharing, I was contacted by a woman named Janet, and she said, I'll take this dog forever. I will give this dog a loving home. I have an 11-year-old daughter and my husband, and we live on six and a half acres of land. I have five other dogs. They're all rescues, and we'd like to add Abby to our pack. Well, <clears throat> uh, Tina, my best friend, and her, her co-worker, uh, another co-worker's name is Kathy, Kathy was going by to feed Abby because the owner, the one who had the pocketbook dog, went to the beach for 30 days and left Abby in the backyard. 30 days, people, and she went on vacation. So Kathy would go by and feed her. Long story short, we set things up. I called, I found a vet, and um, this ironically was in my hometown up in North Carolina. But uh, I called a vet that my best friend Tina recommended to me and arranged for Abby to get vetted that well, a week ago this past Saturday morning. And Kathy took her to the vet. Tina met them at the vet. She wanted to see Abby, and she wanted to meet the new owners. And when Janet and her daughter Sarah drove up, they went in the vet's office, and I have photographs of Abby with the mother and daughter, and Abby's entire body was different. Her stature, her stand, her face, her smile, her eyes. She knew that she finally had a home. And thankfully, Janet updated me during the week. Um, she, you know, continued to, to show me photos about Abby. And uh, Abby's a very happy dog now. And folks, I can't tell you, she's truly a different dog. Uh, two different dogs. So it doesn't matter where you are. Nope. It's just that we get together, we do whatever it is we can do, you know, contact whoever we can, and we can make a difference, and we can save a life. And when and I encourage everyone, when you're involved in a rescue like this, please follow through to the end and post those forever pictures. You know, post the happy ending. Because that happy ending is what we all need to see to show us, no matter how many times we see it, to show us the difference in that before dog or cat and that after dog and cat. We save a life. We make a difference. Hmm. Exactly. You're right, Kathy. And thank yeah. you, Sue, for giving me an opportunity to mention that again. I did just post the folder 
to Abby her the, the, those pictures in that photo are all new. That's her forever home photos. So um, that's the happy Abby. That's the happy Abby. Yeah, exactly. Great. And this is the thing we we don't a lot of the time is you know we do so much sharing. There's so many people in the chat room and on the Ask Sue Show group and all of our pages. And uh, you know they do so much cross posting, but a lot of the times we don't actually hear the ending part. We maybe hear that a rescue has come up and, and, and taken it or, you know, a shelter has come along and, and fostered it or whatever, but we don't, it's not very often we actually hear of the good stories at the end. And, it, and I, like I said to you, Kathy, it would be lovely to see sometimes how many shares a, a, a dog got, how, where, how far did it go to actually get that dog rehomed? Do you know what I mean? Oh, it, it, could be yeah. that, that it could be like a little tree of, of where it went, and it'd be lovely to see. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And I would like to also add uh, one important thing. Remember a moment ago when I said that Abby did not even know her name? Well, it's, that's a good thing because now she's called Gabby, short for Gabriella. Uh, and I believe excellent. because of the face this family has, I think it is probably once again, a derivative of Gabriel, uh, you know, yeah. for, for female, the angel Gabriel. So, um, yeah. it, you know, once again, it's just a happy ending. And I did just post, there's a Pizap, Pizap, or whatever you want to call it, photo that I did. Yeah. And in this photo are the eyes that I mentioned, those pleading chocolate pudding eyes. And uh-huh. then when you look at the next photo, she's lying on the deck with a purple ball and that pink tongue hanging out. Yeah. And you can see the blow where her tail's wagging, and she's a happy dog. Um, yeah. Janet, Janet told me that when she got out of the truck, they had to physically pick her up because she, you know, she'd never ridden in a truck. I can't imagine a dog being seven and a half years old and not having a ride. But um, they have a huge deck on their house, and Abby had never stepped on wood or concrete. And Abby, for the first 24 hours, would not walk up on the deck, not even with the encouragement of food as a, as a reward. But Janet sent me photos 24 hours later with Abby on the deck, and she's looking out between the uh, rails of the deck like, I'm queen of the world. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it's just right. brilliant. Uh, oh, Sue, I did have an update. Remember John the dog who was staying at Sean Casey? Remember yes, John? The, yes. Yeah, he's doing amazing. Doing amazing. Oh. I talked yeah, to his mom. Still a little hyper. They still take him everywhere they go, but he's doing great. And I do believe that um, Sophie from New York City Teen had seen him a while ago. So um, I'll, I'll see if she'll call in in a couple of weeks. But that was that was a great story. I mean that that little guy. You know, he was. Uh, he's um, he, he's truly a survivor. Also, just truly a survivor. That was a great. That was a great story. People just, you know, rallying to him, and then Sean Casey, who had called into the show, um, you know, took care of him there. So I just wanted to give everyone the update on that. Howard, is that the uh, is that the dog John that uh, Sue's son Jamie started the page? Yes, yes, that's right. Yes, that's that's John the dog. That's it. Mm -hmm. So he's thriving. He's thriving now, a spoiled little guy, and he's doing wonderful. So I just wanted to put some good 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 vibes out there for that. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Well, and, and do you know what? Um, Emma, Emma had actually been speaking to her as well, and uh, it was so funny. And she said um, to Emma, "Tell your mum that she should be very proud of you. You are all so switched on to animal advocate work and everything." And it's quite funny. The amount of people inbox me about Emma and, J- and Jana and everything, 
saying about how they've just messaged them out of the blue, just out of nowhere. I mean, it's quite funny, quite funny. And I've got to say um, a big hello to Jamie Alfaro as well, who runs the Cops for Canine Compassion page, because um, she actually got to speak to Emma and Jana the other day, and she said, oh, my goodness, Sue, they're so grown up for their age, aren't they? And I was like, yeah, you haven't seen them when they're falling out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and just and and just wait till they turn eighteen. Also, oh boy. And <laughs> the first one is what October seventh. The first child turns eighteen. Yes, six more days. Hey, she keeps I, telling me over and over. I remember the day I turned eighteen. My dad says the door's there. Bye. I told him I knew everything and I was legal and I was an adult. Yeah, I I, I figured it out all right. <laughs> 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 see, see, and now I'm on the now I'm a co-host on the Yes Sue show, so I guess I figured it out okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh bless um, you! Do, well, yeah. You know, it's so it's sorry. It's so funny you should say that today. We were talking to a young guy called I've forgotten his name. Anyway, it'll come to me in a minute. Anyway, it's one of Emma and Jana's um, mates, and he's 15, and he's got one more year in school. Anyway, he said to Kim, he said, so what's it, what has it been like since you left school? And she went, listen, she went, don't go wishing for that last year to go. She went, because when it's gone, she went, in a year's time after, you'll be wishing you could go back. And I'm thinking, she's not even 18 yet, and she's saying it. <laughs> yeah, it goes very, I have to tell you, I was, I was talking to someone the other day, I think my 50s have gone quicker than any other decade. Just, just really? yeah, Mom's very scary. Yeah, Howard and I are the same age, and you're right, Howard, 50s, and the, the 50th birthday didn't bother me, but it has flown. No, well, I think, is, I think life is like a roll of toilet paper. The closer you get to the end, the faster it rolls. Yeah, 50 didn't bother <laughs> me, Kathy. 50 didn't bother me, but in three years, now that might be another story. <laughs> uh, in yeah. case, then, Howard, I don't think it will because you are very much like myself in that I'm just blessed and grateful to have no, I another know. I know it's only a number, but 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 when we were growing up, sixty was old. Oh, honey, thirty was old. Are you kidding? <laughs> thirty was old. Yeah, exactly. It's like me saying, Kimberly keeps reminding. Um, so, Mum, how old are you next year? I went shush, shush, shush. shush no. Yes. It was so beast. funny because the other day somebody mentioned it in a text. And I, I just text them straight back and say, please do not put a four and an O in the same text to me ever, ever again. I said, don't even mention the F-O-R-T-Y word. Do not mention anything about a four and an O being together. It doesn't match. It doesn't go on my text. Now, end of message. <laughs> oh, boy. Unbelievable. Oh, no. You know, one thing I did want to say about Sue's kids and her pets, this is, this is a good example of how often we do spend on the phone or spend talking, and it, it's it's actually quite funny. I of course it's easily discernible for me to know which child is which by their voice. I know them well by just their voice. Don't have to know their name. I can hear the voice and say, I don't "Oh, that's And the other thing now, this is where it gets a little different, folks. Her dogs can come in from outside, and I can tell you if it's. Penny doing the dog shake, or if it's Miracle doing the dog shake, I'm like, oh, Miracle just came in from outside. I just heard her shake. And she's like, yep, that was Miracle. <laughs> so when we recognize the dog shaking, uh, I think we need to.
cut back on phone time. Oh, <laughs> boy. That's for oh boy. I think that that's all we've got to move in together. <laughs> I mean, gosh, I talk to her when I'm in the shower. I talk to her. I mean, I, we haven't had a place yet where we don't talk to one another. And I, heard you guys, I heard you guys asleep. I heard you guys sleepwalk and talk at night to each other. Then. That's, that's, that's not pretty bad. Thing. I am not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. Absolutely no way. Uh, oh, but boy. you know what? I do. It's quite funny because I've said to Kathy so many times. I said, if ever I come to America, you do realise I wouldn't tell you. And she goes, What do you mean you wouldn't tell me? And I went, No, I wouldn't. And she went, What do you mean you wouldn't tell me? I said, I'd find out your address somehow. I said, and I would come over to you and I would surprise you and I would just knock on the door. And she went. Really, I went honestly, and it was just we've spoken about this. Can you imagine it, Howard? It's all getting together. We, I wouldn't even go to bed. Oh God! Uh, we, no. uh, we, we couldn't. We wouldn't have too much to talk about, and the excitement and adrenaline alone. Oh yeah. my Lord! <laughs> oh, I mean, my God. let's face it. It would be no I've different told, than now. <laughs> I've told many people that uh, you know, if Sue lived in this country, I declare I'd get a big house and bring her and the kids to live with me. They're my really? family. Yeah, I'm oh, serious. Okay. Definitely. I mean, I'm like their nan, you know. I'm like their grandmother, and I'm I'm Sue's friend, sister, mother, daughter. I, we we change roles so often, and um, oh my goodness, Sue, <laughs> now we're into role play. Oh my goodness. Oh boy, here we go. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, this radio is going down real fast. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. Um, no. Oh my stop. goodness. It's, it's a blessing to have people like that in our lives. So. It is. It is. But you know what? It goes back to the same old saying. Yes. All of, all about the animals. Yep, it is. It is. Yes. Yep, it is. It is all Definitely. about the animals. That's what brought us all together. So you, you always come full circle. It just all comes back to the animals. Yep, yep. But you know what? I, I, I just got to say as well, and I think Kathy and, and you, Howard, will say too, you know, we we have been blessed. I mean, today, I mean, I can't say who at the moment because they're doing something to help me to change how the show's looking and such. Um, but all I can say is that, you know, whatever you ask for, not what you need, no, mm-hmm. sorry, not what you want, but what you mm-hmm. need, put it out there and you will receive. Mm-hmm. Because there's something I've been asking for a long, long time, and that's besides a tall hunk, and, and I'm not <laughs> going to say any more about that. Um, but um, <laughs> moving swiftly on, and um, but the thing is, it's like you know, I keep asking and I keep uh, thinking that you know, one day things will come right, and special co- people come into your life and can make such a big difference. And I have got to say, there's quite a few in the chat room, and there's definitely you, Howard, and you, Kathy, that have made a big difference in my life, and sort of made me realise what's important, what's not you know, what needs to be in my life and what needs to come into my life and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, w- there's so many people in the chat room and everything that, you know, made a big impact on those people's lives in different ways. Yeah, it and, is amazing. You know, and the it? connections and the things that we've achieved are not to be knocked. And it doesn't matter who says what about who or whatever. You know, we can all stand there and be proud of what we're achieving and what we've achieved. Absolutely. Absolutely, Sue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, if anybody wants to call in and join us, uh, you can call in on three four seven three two seven nine six nine four. That's three four seven three two seven nine six nine four. You know. Um, <clears throat> sorry, Harold. 
Yeah, one thing I wanted to say, a little mini rant. You know, with the you know, and I've seen this. Uh, you know, I work in a store, so I wait on a lot of kids with their parents. You know, with the holidays coming, you know, a lot of the kids are going to say to their folks, "Oh, I want a dog. I want a cat. I want a bunny." I I really implore to the parents, just don't do it because you know you, you're going to give in to the kid. Really, really make sure you're going to make that a commitment because it's not fair to go ahead. Let's say go to the shelter and adopt one. You're going to keep it for a couple of weeks and then bring it back. So I really, really, I've seen it happen, and it's just heartbreaking. So. You know, don't do it, you know, out of, you know, just to please the kid. Do it because you're going to make the commitment. It's a great thing yes. for a kid of the responsibility, but please, as the adult, take take the real responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Um, absolutely. Uh, do you know what, though, Howard? On on the other side of that is we, we also need to think about these adults that, you know, we're saying that the kids are wanting it. Sometimes the kids are better with the animals than the actual adults. That's true. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. Can, there can actually be times when you look and, and you'll see the, the, I mean, do you know what I saw just the other day, actually, I was in um, in the local town, and I was watching this little child, I mean, I would say they were about 10 or 11, and they were taking their little dog for a walk, and it was running, and then they were stopping and giving a ruffle up and, and then playing with it and then carrying on walking. And the dog was loving it, and the kid was laughing its head off. And I was thinking, isn't that just so nice, a connection like that? It was just mm-hmm. beautiful to watch. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, how many times have, you know, these kids have had beautiful dogs that have been looked after and brushed and everything else by these kids, do you know what I mean? And, and sometimes it can be that that can be just as good as home as somebody, an, an older person, just on their own. That's true. You're right. You're right. I mean, so... Uh, mm-hmm. What about you, Kathy? Any more updates you can think of? Oh, goodness. No, I'm just, I've got so much going through my brain looking at my page right now. Um, I think I'm friends with everybody on my page. Uh, I do have y'all looked at that uh, before and after pick of uh, little Abby, the dog I was just talking about. It's the last post I made there, and I feel sure most everyone's already seen it if they're a, mem- a, uh, a Facebook friend of mine. But please remember what I said about Chilla's dog and the work that she's doing. This is truly, truly an amazing woman, and um, it was an honor to meet her today and become a part of her page and uh, and see the work that she actually does. And like I said, how ironic that the dog is coming to New York City tomorrow and we'll have a chance to help find a forever home for these these babies. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I'll try and post that link again right now because I do want y'all to share that. And uh, Second Chance Rescue, I believe everyone's familiar with. So, um, let me see. Yes, here's the link here with all the photographs in it. And uh, the story is just heartbreaking. But like I said, Chella is obviously a warrior. She does not give in and she does not give up. And that's the kind of person I want to stand with. I know y'all do too. Absolutely. And there are many many advocates and warriors out there like Chella. She's the one that I'm focused on today because it's not her life. It is the babies that she works so hard to save. They need us now. And and actually, I don't know any more than what I have just said to y'all about these two dogs. I don't know what kind of medical care they're going to require. I don't know, you know, if it's going to be ongoing medication. I just don't know. 
but if you're a friend of mine on my page, I give you my word that I will keep you updated about these babies. Uh, you know, I will let you know anything that I know as soon as I find out. And if anyone else is in need or, you know, please feel free to share to me, whether it's private message or on my page. I'm more than happy to promote another need. Um, you know, we, we help people as much as we help animals. Uh, unfortunately, there are more, well, fortunately, excuse me, fortunately, there are more animals in need out there than people. I'd rather, yeah. you know, see the people not suffering, and the sooner we can help people, then we can get on and help the animals. But in the meantime, any animal that comes my way, I'm going to give it my all, just like I know y'all are. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, okay. so I just, did I just, hang on, I'm, I'm sorry, did I just share... Yeah, I I think I did just share that pit, the uh, link again. I'm not I'm not sure if I did or not. It's not showing up. I'm I'm sorry. I didn't, didn't mean to interrupt you. So I'm going to share the no, it's album okay. of these dogs one more time um, for Chella. So here we go. Yep, it's fine. Okay, ethics. Okay, alrighty. Well, well I've just I I've posted. Sorry, I've just posted a couple of pictures. I'm just going through the um, obviously Facebook page. And there's a couple of dogs in the picture here that I'm looking at. have got beautiful smiles, as you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, they're Bessie and Sam. And it says, Sam and Bessie both held at Cleveland on a court hold. They were finally re- recently released for foster rescue after 10 months in kennel jail. Now, now these sweet, loving dogs will be killed on Friday without help. By the end of today, the 26th of the 9th, we cannot let this happen. They waited so long for this chance. And I, as far as I know, I'm just going to have a look to make sure that these haven't actually... I've just shared it, and I'm looking. Um, <laughs> uh, right, so they're just trying to, I think, uh, have to have a temporary foster before they can pull them. So they need a temporary one, um, because I, I think there's quite a bit of work going on that thread, so if anybody wants to help them out with that, that would be brilliant. Oh, that's great. So... Right, um, I'm just trying to think if there was anything else I was going to... There's something else I wanted to bring up, and I've my mind's just gone totally blank. You see, you're hitting 18. That did it. I knew it. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> you you kids, you young kids, see? It's us It's us more mature ones that have the better memory, right, Kathy? <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I've said the same thing myself. <laughs> when we get older, we can remember just a few things, and we focus on them so much, we can't forget them, okay? It's like, you know, this and this and this and this, and that's what I know, and I'm sticking to my story. That's it. <laughs> exactly. I've been with Leslie 26 years. She once said if she had a nickel for every time I lost my glasses and my keys, she'd be a multimillionaire. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> That right there is one time I'm glad I am alone because it's embarrassing to be looking for your glasses and they're on your head. Oh, yeah. what? On my head. Oh, yeah, I've done that before. I've done it before. I freaked out once and I went into the bathroom. I said, you <laughs> you knucklehead, they're right on your head. I've done it before. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. If we can't laugh about this, if we can't find humor in getting old, I mean, really, you know, and in fact, everyone who knows me knows I'm single and I am the 
I am the woman that was the inspiration for the photograph of the female skeleton sitting on a park bench waiting for the perfect man. Yeah, that would be me. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. What I deserve. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, bless. Honestly. Um, there was, you know, I know there was something important we wanted to say to and I can't remember what on earth. Well, sure, you oh, I and I, I've just, we've had a couple of really long days here, so our brains are working a little slow today, and yeah. I'm a little disappointed that no one's called into the show. I, yeah. I always like to have input from somebody. I know. Surprised no one I'm called in today. Yeah. Uh, you know, I still talk. put a lot down to blog talk radio. I think a lot of people are struggling to yeah. get in the chat room, and it might be something that we need to definitely look into because it's time... Um, you know, it, it's just stopping people because they can't get into the chat room and everything. So we need to obviously look into that as well. Yeah, definitely. So, um, I tell you what I'm going to do tonight as well. Seeing a bit, seeing that it's a bit quiet in the chat room and everything, I tell you what we'll do tonight mm-hmm. as well. Um, we've got a few, just a few more minutes. But what we'll do, I tell you, you know our favourite song, Kathy, with the Wayseers. Oh, absolutely love that I- song. I think we'll have to have that tonight. And Howard, I don't know if you've you've heard it, haven't you? The Wayseer song. Yeah, I've heard it. Yes. Oh, it's just got so much meaning, I tell you. And it's just—he just inspired us that day. It was an amazing day when we interviewed him. He was just an absolute inspiration to everybody. And I, do you know what? We're going to have to definitely get him back on and see how he's getting on, Kathy. Because I, I, I haven't seen a lot of him, to be honest. I haven't seen him in since in months, um, since I've seen any activity on his page or, you know, I bet I'm yeah. sure he's probably traveling, doing presentations and speeches. I mean, you know, he does stay exactly. busy. Yeah, so, we'll definitely, I'll, definitely I'll have, to, have to see, see if we can get him back on again. Mm-hmm. So, so because mm-hmm. um, I'm not being funny, but I've just had a brain, a total brain blank. <laughs> and, and I think we've pretty well done all of our updates for this week, haven't we? I can't think of anything else. No, nothing else. No, I can't think. What about you, Kathy? Have you got any others you want to put forward? No, I can't. I do want to say thank you, though, for giving me the opportunity to come on. I want to say thank you to the listeners for allowing me to read the information about Echo and Epics. Um, I know I've mentioned this several times, but no, there, there are no too many times when we have animals in need and such angels like Chelsea can help these animals. So, you know, once again, if you can please share, and I'll keep you all updated. Uh, other than that, I really have nothing else except to say I love you both very much. I love our listeners and our advocates. I, I just I feel it's an honor to be surrounded by these people. So. Thank you all very much for being in the chat room tonight, and thank you, Sue and Howard, for, for being my friends. My Love family. you, Kathy. Love oh. you. Love you, too, Love you loads, and, and all I can say to that is ditto. Ditto, <laughs> yes, ditto. Ditto, ditto. <laughs> well, Howard and Kathy, thank you both for coming on the show okay. tonight and joining me. Sounds and uh, good. I will be obviously catch up with you next week, Tuesday of next week. Sounds good. Yeah. You guys okay. be well, and... Peace out and be groovy to everyone in health and love and happiness to everyone out there. Definitely. Okay, then. Well, thank you very much, both of you. And I'll speak to you both soon. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you. And wait for the music. Thanks, Sue. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, honey. And now we will go over to the... 
Attention all you rule breakers, you misfits and troublemakers, all you free spirits and pioneers, all you visionaries and nonconformists. Everything the establishment has told you is wrong with you is actually what's right with you. You see things others don't. You are hardwired to change the world. Unlike nine out of ten people, your mind is irrepressible and this threatens authority.
blind to it, and society begs you to ignore it, the way stirs you inside. Neurological repression blocks most people's awareness of the way. Censoring all thoughts and impulses from the unconscious is their prefrontal cortex, the Gestapo of the brain. Nothing which violates its socialized programming even gets through. But your mind is different. Your mind has been cracked wide open to the way. By some miraculous genetic trait, some psychotropic chemical, or maybe even by the will of your own soul, your brain's reward pathways have been hijacked. Dopamine employed to overthrow the fascist dictatorship of your prefrontal cortex. Now your brain is free of repression. Source of reality, they are able to disrupt. 